Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Ah, Leslie, you know, there's nothing more relaxing than a nice warm bath. Yeah, but who has the time? We've gone from a nation of bathers to a shower society, and plumbing fixture designers are helping you turn your shower into a spa-like massage. Read Turn Your Boring Bath into a Power Shower when you hit moneypit.com. Just click on Ideas and Tips, then click Repair and Improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair questions, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 money pit. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. I'm Leslie Segretti. And your home improvement projects just got easier. We're here to help. Pick up the phone and call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. We've got a lot of work to do this hour. We're going to help you get some jobs done around the house, starting with clutter control. You know, if clutter has taken over your life, We've got some tips. Look up. We're going to tell you how to take advantage of the vertical space that you might not have thought of customizing with some built-in furniture. Some ideas coming up in just a bit. And also this hour. So it's probably taken you most of your adult life, but you finally found a house that you love and you've spent years making it into a home that you really want to just grow old in. So why would you even consider retiring somewhere else? Well, we're going to tell you how to keep your current home maintained so you can stay in it for as long as you physically can. And let's talk paint. It's a great fall home improvement project, but there's a little bit of a terminology lesson here for y'all to, to know. Eggshell, gloss, semi-gloss, flat. What does it all mean? We're going to give you uh, some inside secrets on choosing the right paint finish for your home. Yeah, and also we've got a great prize for you this hour, as we always do here at the Money Pit. One caller that we talked to today is going to win the Eureka Capture Plus Vacuum. It's a complete cleaning machine from floor to ceiling with a ton of high-tech dusting attachments and a very cool HEPA filter. It's worth 169 bucks. That's what we want to talk about. What do you want to talk about? Call us right now with your home improvement question, your home improvement project, your do-it-yourself dilemma, one eight 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 Money Pit. Leslie, who's first? Adam in New York tunes in on WABC. What can we help you with? I, I, I had a question about my home, naturally. Uh, <laughs> uh, I had wanted to change its color and uh, perk it up a little bit, so I figured paint. Uh, and that's why I had called uh, to ask you about uh, the proper paint to use, the best paint to use. But in the meantime, I've discovered that the, the shingles are made of 
siding of the house is made of uh, white cedar. Oh, that's a terrific material. And that, well, but they told me now that it had been pre- previously stained. Probably right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said that uh, they said that maybe paint wasn't the way to go because the white cedar has to breathe. Yeah, it would be a shame to paint the the cedar because that's a very expensive siding. Um, what I would recommend you do is clean it and then prime it. You would use an oil-based primer, and then you would use a stain, a solid color stain. Yeah, but, you know, there are best. products on the market that are a combination of the two. And um, the Flood Company, which you can find pretty much at any home center, they have a solid stain. And the benefit of a stain over a paint is that a paint is just going to sit on the surface, and a stain is going to saturate into the wood, so it's really going to stick well. And the Flood Company does a solid stain that has something, it's like a, an oil-based primer and a latex top coat stain all in one. So it's one step. Once you clean the house, you can apply this. And if it's done right on siding, I believe they'll guarantee it for 15 years. Oh, that's, uh, that, that is terrific. Can you use a lighter color? Could I lighten the color of the house right now? It's kind of like a medium brown. Um, well, you could as long as it's solid stain because it, there will be enough pigment in there to lighten it up. Oh, that's great. That's just what I needed to know. All right, Adam, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Talking to June in Massachusetts. What can we do for you here at the Money Pit? Hello. Uh, we have an old barn uh, going back to 1820 uh, in which we put a new floor for our kitchen. And uh, the carpenter suggested that we use these antique boards from some of the uh, factories down south that were demolished, and they are absolutely gorgeous. There's only one problem. Uh, we can't get in touch with the carpenter anymore. And we wanted to know how to clean them. And I remember asking him, and he said, oh, just water. And that didn't seem to make too much sense to me. Have you tried Murphy's oil soap? Uh, well, that's, I haven't tried anything. Okay. So I don't want to ruin the floors. But that's what you suggest, Murphy's oil soap. Yeah, that, that's a soap that's made for wood floors. Okay. And it's not going to ruin them. You don't just don't slop too much water yeah. in there. You do this with a damp mop. That's the thing. You want to make sure that regardless of what you use as the cleanser, that you control the amount of moisture. So don't put that heavily saturated mop on there. Really wring it well, and you know, really spread it around and get up everything that you put on there. But it does a good job cleaning them, and it's not going to ruin the floor. Now, somebody had suggested white vinegar and water. That's a great option. It's another great option. It's an all-around excellent cleanser pretty much for anything in the house, especially wood floors. I think I must have heard it on your show, as a matter of fact. (laughs) Maybe we were with somebody. Uh Okay. Uh, And that's the end of it. Because as I recall, you know, when I said, well, what about wax and what about this? And he said, no, leave it alone. Yep. Does that make sense to you? Just keep it clean. Okay. Well, that's wonderful. And I will do it, and I'll think of you, and thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, June, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. In Louisiana, you can find the Money Pit on K-E-E-L like Jeff does. Jeff, what's going on at your Money Pit? I got some paneling on my walls in my uh, den. Okay. I was wondering, could you mud that um, paneling and then paint it? No. No, because the paneling is, is fairly flexible. The spackle's not going to stick to it. Uh, It's going to fall off. It's not going to be smooth and flat. If you don't like the paneling, we would recommend either painting the paneling, which can be done successfully. But if you really don't like the grooves, take the paneling down. And if you can't take it down, then putting another layer of drywall on top of it 
will be just as good. Okay. But definitely don't try to spackle over it, Jeff. I know many people think that can happen, but it just never comes out right. Okay. Well, I sure appreciate it. You're welcome, Jeff. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Lots of great home improvement advice coming up, including everything you ever wanted to know about making your house energy efficient for the fall and winter. So call us now with your home repair or your home improvement question 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Well, Leslie, with three kids, a wife and a dog. <laughs> That's a busy house. There's a lot of stuff in this house. And we certainly are always challenged by the clutter that just seems to come out of nowhere. If that's how you feel, we've got some tips on how you can take advantage of some of the vertical space in your house. We'll talk about that next. Money pit. Table saw. 18-volt drill driver. Eight-piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. So AARP has a series of tips for homeowners who want to improve their homes, make them safer and more comfortable. And I found these tips on their website, aarp.org slash homedesign. In the bathroom alone, I widened the door, installed brighter light bulbs, and put non-slip surfacing on the floor tiles. Instead of wishing my house had improvements, I'm making them. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. If you have trouble sleeping because of stuffy air or if your floors and furniture feel sticky, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. During milder weather, when your air conditioner isn't running, humidity levels can rise unchecked. Whether it's mold and mildew or musty smells invading your home, an April Air Central Dehumidifier will help eliminate excess moisture and get you back on your way to a comfortable, healthy home and a good night's sleep. Call your heating and cooling contractor today or visit AprilAir.com. April Air, fresh ideas for indoor air. AOL's new real estate site has the answer to any question a homeowner, buyer, seller, or renter may have. In fact, it's kind of spooky, almost like they're reading your mind. Hello? Hello? Who said that? Me, down here. I'm AOL Real Estate. Got any questions about your house? Hmm. Well, I do have a question about my 60s-style bungalow, because there's pink paint in the back and... Lead composition. Stabilize with 3-in-1 primer. Paint over with an Aegean blue to match your eyes. I think I love you. AOL Real Estate. So smart, it's amazing. Go to realestate.aol.com to see our own answer man, Tom Kreitler, in action. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. 
Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And the number here at Team Money Pit is 1-888-MONEY-PIT. And one caller that we talked to today is going to win a $169 vacuum. It's from Eureka. It's called the Capture Plus. And this machine is going to reach more dirt on more surfaces than your average vacuum. It's got a very powerful sealed HEPA filter, which is great. It's got a dusting wand that can be electrostatically charged to just grab all that dust off of those hard-to-reach places like fan blades and crown molding, all those places that you just kind of ignore regularly when it comes to cleaning. And it also has the Power Paw, which is an attachment that cleans both horizontally and vertically, so it's perfect for the stairs. But you got to call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT for your chance to win. You must be willing to come on the air and ask your home improvement question, 1-888-MONEYPIT. Now, let's talk about your stuff. You know, all the stuff that you don't have a place for, that you need to store. Here are a few tips. Built-in desks, shelves, or entertainment units are a great way to make use of otherwise dead space in high-traffic areas like your kitchen, your den, your office, your living room. But in designing your custom furniture, you have to include plenty of shelves and drawers. And don't forget provisions for your electronic gear, your PCs, your phones, your faxes. So when you're shopping for that type of furniture, remember to think vertical. Use tall units. Use units with lots of drawers, lots of shelves. They can fit into smaller spaces and hold just as much stuff. 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Call us right now with your home improvement question. Hey, maybe you want to build a storage unit yourself. We can help you with that, too. Leslie, who's next? Susan in New York finds the Money Pit on WABC. What can we help you with? Hi. um, I have a daycare center in my home, and when I did the flooring, I got um, foam tiles. And now I'm having a very hard time keeping them clean. They're just... They're about a year old, and they look very, very dingy. Are these the foam tiles that look like giant puzzle pieces in fun, bright colors, and you snap them together? Yeah, that, that's, those are the ones. <laughs> can you take them up, Susan? Can, do they come up? Do they, like, if they're puzzle pieces, can you take them up and, and soak them? Well, yeah, I've done that a few times. Like, I've actually taken them outside and scrubbed them with soap and hosed them down. But the dirt is getting stuck into, like, little grooves on the tiles. Hmm. And it just, it's, it just looks, it looks terrible. So I'm, you know, I, I want, I, I'm pretty much, you know, I, I just want to get rid of them. And the only thing is like carpet, you know, I, I need something soft, but at the same time, it's high traffic. They're eating, there, spilling, you know, so it's got to be something really durable that's, you know, that can be just cleaned easily. Susan, if you want to give it one more try with cleaning, why don't you pick up one of those um, commercial orange cleansers, which are really meant to attack um, all sorts of grime and grit, like especially fingerprints and like greasy marks like that. It's worth a shot, especially if you're sort of at the stage where you're over them and you're tired of cleaning. Then, the other and, product that I think works well is Simple Green. Oh, yeah, that's a good option as a yeah, cleanser as well. Very environmentally friendly and safe for the kids, too. And then if you're thinking about carpeting or you're sort of leaning in that direction of soft goods, um, there's a company called Floor Carpet Tiles. It's F-L-O-R. And basically, they're like those puzzle pieces, but they're carpeting. So you just lay them next to one another. They have little sticky tapes on the backside that you would glue them down to the floor. It's just four little stickers. And then if there's a damage or an incident or somebody spills, you just pick up the one that's been ruined and put the new one down. They're reasonably priced. They've got a lot of great 
upgrade options, all different kinds of pile heights. They even have fun ones like um, those maps on the carpets for kids that look like little railroad tracks and airplanes. And, you know, there's a lot of cute options. So it's worth checking it out. And the prices are really, really good. Great. Yeah, that sounds really great. Cause one of the things that attracted me to the phone was that if something horrible does happen, you know, you could just really take them off and, and you know, take them out of the situation. Mm-hmm. So um, that sounds really, that actually does sound like a good option. Yeah, the company's called Floor. It's spelled F-L-O-R, just one O. Mm-hmm. And they're probably available, and they're available online. What's their website? Oh, yeah. It's um, it's floor.com, F-L-O-R.com. And it's kind of fun because you can go to their website and you can say, hey, customize my own rug. And you put in the dimensions of your room and you say, I like these five tiles. And they can help you map them out to make a fun pattern. Or you can completely do it on your own. It tells you how many you need. And they range from like $9 a tile up to $25, I think. So there's something in your price range. And they're very durable. That sounds really good. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're welcome, Susan. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Bernard, welcome to the Money Pit. What are you working on? I'm thinking of redoing my bathroom. Now, the thing that I I, I don't understand, uh, in other words, uh, the bath makeover. In other words, instead of taking out the bathtub, they have this this system of covering the bathtub. Mm -hmm. It's called a bath over. I want to know what you think about that. Well, it's an insert, and basically it's made to fit inside and cover the tub that way, and sometimes it goes up and around the walls. Right. You know, I think it's an option. Um, It's usually pretty expensive. I've found when I've priced out these these, uh, bath inserts that they cost Almost, but not quite as much as the cost of replacing the walls yeah, but you in the know tub what? yourself. There's, there's the trade-off, because if you do a traditional bathroom remodel, you're looking at weeks, you know, to do the entire project with these bath refitting sort of covering products. It's done in a day. Right. I understand that. I understand. The other thing is, um, Bernie, that what you're going to find is it, it does take up some room in the bathtub. So the bathtub will end up being a little bit narrower and a little bit shorter by virtue of the fact that the insert is there. Oh, that's very interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, because it's pretty thick. The only thing that I had uh, was thinking about, if I have any problems in the wall, in other words, I have to break into the whole system. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, well, that's a good question. I don't know I don't know if that system is designed for that. Let's say you had to get behind the wall to replace the uh, plumbing valves or something. Right, right. If you that's can't access it from about. the back side, then, you know, that's right. There could be an issue there. Right. So I'll go through the old uh, traditional way of just retiling with tiles itself. Yeah, I think that that's a better option. Replacing the bathtub. Yep. And you know what? It looks way better. Even though those products do look nice when you see them on TV and magazines and stuff, it's always so much nicer to do the work the real way. And plus, on a resale front, it's going to be way more profitable for you. Bernie, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. Our next caller, Kathy, is calling just in time because there is a potential risk for a dryer fire. Tell us what's going on with your dryer, Kathy. Uh, Yes. My laundry room is located in the basement of the downstairs of a raised ranch, and it's in the center of the house. It actually goes up. The vent goes up over the bathroom, which is located next to it, before it goes out. So it doesn't have a direct line to uh, the outside wall. Okay, it kind of snakes its way out. Right. How would I go about changing something like that? I did have a plumber come. He said it wasn't worth it. 
So right now, the dryer vent that goes um, through, is it going through a wall cavity? It, yes, it, a ceiling cavity. A ceiling cavity, and it's a plastic dryer vent? Yes, it is. Mm, not safe. Well, you know, there probably is a way to snake a metal dryer exhaust duct in there. Like a fitting that would go inside of the existing one? No, what I'm thinking is that if you, it's the same way that you would snake wires or new plumbing pipe through walls. You may have to cut an access hole, but you can, if it's, a, if it's the, the accordion type where it sort of unfolds, all you need to do is to kind of get it started and you can pull it through that whole space and hook it up to the outside. Kathy, how do you know that the entire dryer vent line is all plastic and it's not just the piece that's going from your dryer into the wall? Yeah, and by the way, Kathy, that would be very unusual for it to be plastic inside the wall. Because it's a fire hazard. All right, so it's that one piece from the ceiling outside that has to be replaced. Right. Yeah, well, you're just going to have to snake a new one in there. I mean, it's not impossible. You may have to open up a piece of the ceiling on the far end so that you can access all the way across. But right. it's very important that that be replaced. Because if it's plastic, it's a fire hazard. It is plastic. It definitely is. Yes. I can see it from the outside opening. You know, yeah. when and I you know it's it working when you, when, you, when you turn the dryer on, you see that the, the hot air comes out, the vent on the outside? Yes. If I'm outside, I can see it. Okay. So we know it works. Right. You're just going to have to replace that. It is definitely worth it because it's dangerous to have a plastic vent, dryer vent inside the ceiling cavity. It's not designed to do that. Ted in Tennessee finds the money pit on WNWS. Ted, what can we help you with? I have a question about hanging some interior doors in a master bathroom. Okay. Uh, my question is, for us people who don't do this very often, I know you can buy a template to set this and you need a router. Is there a tool that you can put on your, your uh, power drill or something or an easier way to indent those doors for the hinges. Are there doors already hanging there now that are set appropriately? There are doors already there, and I know the, the dimensions about where I need the indentions, but it's a pretty, pretty good job on chipping that out. Uh, is there an easier way? Ted, uh, have you thought about using a pre-hung door and not just replacing the, the physical door but also the door jams? Uh, no, they're not, they're not pre-hung. Well, that's my point. If you used a pre-hung door, it would be fairly easy for this to be installed. But taking a door and making it custom fit is actually a fairly difficult carpentry project. Now, if I didn't have a router template, what I would do is I would be ch using a chisel. I would be laying it out very, very carefully, and I would be using a very sharp wood chisel to set my hinges in flush with the jams and to set them in uh, flush with the edge of the door. Okay. Okay. I've all, I've also been told on 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 resetting the holes that are in the hinge door on the uh, on the outside that I can put a toothpick or some kind of piece of wood with some wood glue and it'll it'll set that. Would you recommend doing that? Yes, that will absolutely work. Do it all the time. A little bit of Elmer's okay. and a and a sliver of wood is a good thing to do to uh, fill in an old nail hole. Or if you have a screw that you're putting in and and, and, the, and the nail hole's a little too big, it's sort of stripping it. That's an easy way to fix it. Well, I appreciate that very much. Thank you. You're welcome, Ted. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. And there are so many companies that manufacture hinge templates, HingeMate, Port-A-Cable. I mean, there's a lot of options out there. They are, you know, in the $100 range. But if yeah. you have one of those, it's going to set it up exactly the way your existing door is, isn't it? You know, even though it's work. If I was just doing it one time, I would definitely do it by hand. I wouldn't yeah. buy the template. Because you got to buy the template and the router to make mm -hmm. it work. And but a I don't, router I don't think is Ted so fun. 
Yes, routers are fun to use. And you can do so many things. That's it. Buy the router, Ted. It's an excuse to get a new tool. Come on. <laughs> this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. It's taken years, but you finally got in your house exactly where you want it. So why would you want to retire somewhere else? Up next, find out what you need to know to maintain your current home so you can live there as long as you are able. You live in a money pit. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. This is where work and fun meet. Because home improvement projects should be fun. Except when they have unexpected results. Then they get really fun. Oh, then they get really sad. And really exciting. (laughs) Like when you crack open a wall and the termites fall out. (laughs) That's not exciting. That's a situation. Well, we want to make sure that your house stays fun and stays exciting and stays in good condition. And, you know, taking care of your home will not only keep you safer and more comfortable, it will keep up its value and allow you to stay there as long as you possibly can. Here are a few things that you can do each month to help you do just that. First of all, test those smoke detectors, will you? We are moving into the fire season. There are more fires in the fall and winter than any other time of the year. So make sure you are testing smoke detectors. Also test and reset those ground fault circuit interrupters. Those are the little outlets with the test and reset buttons right in them, or it could be built into your circuit breaker as well. You have to sort of exercise those so that they work properly. Also gauge, uh, check the gauge on that fire extinguisher and make sure that your fire extinguisher reads ABC. That means it can handle all sorts of fire, wood, paper, electrical, and grease. Yeah, and with fire extinguishers, keep more than one in your house. Keep one near where you cook and keep one near your fireplace. This way, in the event of an emergency, you are prepared, not running around looking for something. And twice a year, check all your faucets and under your sinks for leaks. Inspect all the caulking around the sinks and the tubs and the showers. Replace it, fix it if you've got to. Just make sure it's sealed up nice and tight. Clean the coils on your fridge. Drain a few gallons of water from your water heater to prevent sediment buildup. You should do that all the time, folks, twice a year. And some quick checks and repairs now are really going to ensure that your future in your home is good and safe and ready to go for years to come so you don't have to leave it because you love it. If you want some more info, you can go to aarp.org slash home design. Or if you need more tips on those projects right now, call us 1-888-MONEYPIT. Leslie, who's next? Harold in Washington, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we help you with at your house? My problem is I have soap scum buildup in sink traps and so on, Okay. particularly the bathroom sink. And I'm wondering if there is anything I can do without taking the plumbing apart. Is it slowing down the drains? It, it slows it down. It, mm-hmm. it is still flowing. Does the, does the stopper in the bottom of the sink still work? Does it still go up and down? Yes. Uh, What you might want to do is a lot of times you'll get hair and soap scum trapped around that linkage. So what you might want to do is uh, clear the stuff out from under the sink and unscrew the lever that operates the stopper. It comes in from the side of the pipe. I've done that. You've done that. Well, when you do that and you pull the stopper out, do you see any type of debris in there, hair, or anything clogging it up? Uh, There was soap scum buildup on the stopper itself, not hair. and. I don't see anything because I'm totally blind. Oh, okay. 
Um, I would say that it's very unusual for you to get enough soap scum buildup for that that uh, uh, trap to not pass a lot of water. Generally, it gets sort of tied up at the stopper level where you get the soap scum and the and the hair in there. But if you take that stopper out and then you put it back together and run super hot water through it, another thing that you could do is run is put some baking soda and vinegar in there. That tends to clean out the drains. That's a natural way to do it. Or if you really have an obstruction, take that stopper out and run a plastic drain snake down them. They sell them at the home centers. They're about two feet long. They're specifically designed to clean or clear obstructions out of traps and sinks where you don't have to go a long distance. Very good. And I thank you. I'll give it a try. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Edna in New Jersey wants to talk about porches. What can we do to help you with? Uh, well, I need to have it repaired. I think it's called pointing or something like that. Uh-huh. And and then I also saw someone that had a metal one that they just bring in and put it in. But uh, I just don't know. Like underneath, if once they take the old one, I'd have to have that all cemented. Um, all right. With- so first of all, Edna, you have a porch that's made of brick. Yes. And, and it needs to be restored because some of the mortar's falling out of the brick joints? Correct. Well, I would do that. And, you know, brick is about, is about as durable a product as you can get. I certainly wouldn't tear it out just because it needs to be repointed. Repointing is normal maintenance for bricks. Uh-huh. And repointing refers to the process of taking the loose mortar out that's between the bricks, just the, you know, the outside edge of it, and then pushing some new mortar in there. And masons do this all the time. And it only has to be done once, and it, you know, it lasts a good 10 or 20 years. Oh, because it's actually lasted over 40 years, so, you know, well, now see, it's... So, it's so that Porsche doesn't owe you any money, does it, Edna? No, it doesn't. Edna, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Lots of great home improvement advice here at the Money Pit coming up. But first, an insider secret that's going to help hide those little dents and dings that have somehow mysteriously found their way onto your walls. So stick around. I want to keep my home for as long as I can because there are a lot of memories here. I read a little bit about making my house more comfortable and wanted to make my mom's house safer too. AARP told me about making mom's bedroom door wider and taping down her floor rugs. And I added handrails to our staircases. It was all simple and inexpensive thanks to AARP's tips. Now our homes fit our lifestyles and are ready for years to come. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. Dad, can you make sure there are no monsters under my bed? Anything for you, princess. Don't forget the dust mites in my pillow. Uh, and the pollen, spores, and bacteria in the air. Uh, I'll cast a magic spell to make them disappear. Dad, this isn't a fairy tale. We need an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner to trap up to 99% of the harmful particles from our air. There's even an April Air Electronic Air Cleaner that traps viruses. Protect your family from bacteria, viruses, and other airborne impurities with an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner. April Air, the best in indoor air comforts. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools let you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. Hello, I'm Rob Petterkevich, Executive Director of the American Society of Home Inspectors. Homeownership rates in the United States are at an all-time high. 
But did you know the average cost of a home is now more than $260,000? If you're in the process of buying or selling a home, then you know how overwhelming this experience can be. It's also one of the biggest financial investments you'll ever make. So it's important to have your home thoroughly inspected by a qualified professional before you make your final purchase decision. In addition to checking for structural problems, the inspection should cover all the important systems as well. And an inspection is not just for prospective buyers. It's a good idea to have your home inspected before you put it up for sale. Older homes should be inspected every 10 years. New homes, as well as townhouses and condominiums, should be carefully examined too. This can help protect your investment and prevent potential problems. For more information, please visit ashy.org. A public service message from the American Society of Home Inspectors. AARP is proud to sponsor The Money Pit. Visit www.aarp.org slash home design to learn more about making your home more functional and comfortable for years to come. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. It's a great hour. It's a great idea. It's home improvement. What can we do to help you get those projects done around the house? Call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT because not only will we answer your home improvement question, but we will give you a tool to help you clean up from that home improvement project. It's the Eureka (laughs) Capture Plus Vacuum. It's a pretty cool vacuum. It's worth what, 169 bucks, isn't it worth? Yeah, and it's really, really high tech. It's got a lot of great attachments that are just, you know, made to really reach hard to get places. It will go all the places you can possibly put your sawdust. Let's put it that way. So if you want to win it, this $169 Eureka Capture Plus Vacuum, call us right now. You must have a home improvement question and be willing to come on the air and ask us to qualify one eight 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 Money Pit. Yeah, now maybe when you call in here at the Money Pit, maybe your question has to do with the condition of your walls. Because we get a lot of calls here at the show about how to maintain smooth, clean, and secure walls in your home. And here's a little insider secret when it comes to paint sheens. We encourage you always to get the very best quality paint that you can afford. And actually, you should probably splurge on this because your walls are the canvas for your entire home. And choose a flat finish when you can because that's going to hide the imperfections otherwise magnified by those light reflecting glossy finishes so unless you're dealing with a bath or a kitchen go matte it looks beautiful and it hides all those dings one eight 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 money pit is the telephone number call us right now with your home improvement question 888-666-3974 who's next David in California picked the right place to ask this question he needs help with a home inspector I think Tom knows the answer (laughs) David welcome great show I live in California. I've always lived in Los Angeles. I have a couple investment properties that have had inspections on all warm climate area. I'm looking to buy my first investment property in uh, Indianapolis, where, of course, it snows. So what, as uh, as someone not knowing anything about what to look for in a cold climate where it snows, humidity, what should I have the inspector really look for? Even if there's mold possibly in the basement I hear is kind of common, what should I look for? Well, you don't have to tell the inspector what to look for. That's that's what they do. 
home inspectors know their neighborhoods very, very well, so they know the, the defects that happen in the neighborhoods. You know, in the 20 years I spent as a home inspector working in the New York, New Jersey area, I got pretty good at being able to drive through a development, and, and literally, on a, on a from the time I parked the car, I could look at a house and say, hmm, 1965 house, I bet we're going to find aluminum wiring here, and be right every time, because the homes get fairly consistent in the way they're built. So what you want to concentrate on here is finding a good home inspector. You should understand that the standards of practice for home inspectors was established many, many years ago by the American Society of Home Inspectors, and they uh, continue to have a membership process that puts inspectors through their paces to get them to qualify as home inspectors. So I would tell you to go to the website for ASHI, the American Society of Home Inspectors at ASHI.org, A-S-H-I.org. Put in the zip code in the find an inspector section for the area in uh, Indiana where you're buying your home. And then that will deliver to you a list of ASHI certified inspectors. And from that list, I would call around and, and find someone you're comfortable with. This way you'll get a good home inspection done and you won't have to worry about what goes wrong in an area because that's what those guys do. Right. Is mold kind of common in a basement where there's like... Well, mold is common all over the country, um, you know, certainly in a warm climate or, or a damp climate. But um, having mentioned mold specifically, I should tell you that a home inspector is not... It's, that's not something that a home inspector necessarily checks for. That would be a mold inspection, and that's slightly different than a home inspection. Go to the website for ASHI.com, click on the standards of practice and review what's covered by the home inspection. And even if that inspector that you ultimately choose does not check for mold, I bet you he or she can, find, can recommend you to a good guy in the area or a good woman in the area that could do that part of the inspection for you. Well, Per, I greatly appreciate it because this is a HUD home, so I know there's going to be a little bit of defects, but I want to make sure I cover all the bases I know what I'm getting into. Absolutely a wise thing you're doing. David, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Thank you. Melissa in West Virginia wants to install a fish pond in your backyard. How's it going so far? Uh, hadn't started yet. That's uh, good. I'm not, I'm not sure which uh, route to go. Um, I've seen the ponds that are uh, like a koi pond that's been concrete, and then versus the one that has a liner in it, I'm not sure which is going to be least expensive and less maintenance. Hmm. Well, that's an interesting question. With any sort of water feature or a fish pond that you might install in your yard, there's a couple of things you need to think about. Think about how large do you want it? How deep? Is there a specific size? What type of water feature do you want it to be? Because some of those precast forms might not come in the exact size that you're wanting. And there's an easy way to do it, whether it's with a precast form or whether you're doing something out of just a pond liner. And the pond liner can be a little bit pricey, but it's very durable and it does stand up well. And they come in sizes depending on how large you want your fish pond to be. So make sure you really plan out how big, how deep, so you know exactly what size fish pond liner to get. And what you want to do is you want to make sure that you lay out very well, either with some spray paint or some bright colored string, the size and shape of your fish pond in your backyard. Get a good layout for it and make sure it's got either the right amount of sunlight or shade, depending on what type of fish and what type of plants you want to put in there. Once you lay it all out and you're happy with it, start digging away and make sure it slopes at an angle so you're getting a shallower end and a deeper end. So if you're having any sort of water feature in there, or at least it's aerating properly so that you have your filter in there will operate properly. 
dig it all out, make sure it's level on the surface around it. So if you're using any sort of insert liner, it sits in there and sits flush on the top. Or if you're going to use a pond liner, one of those plastic sheets, make sure you take out any sticks or rocks that might pierce that once you put the water in. So once you're happy with the size of the hole, lay some sand down in there on the bottom so that it gives it a nice soft bottom for that weight of the water to sit on. And when you're laying in the liner, lay it out in the sun for a few minutes before you start working with it because that helps it stay more flexible. And put it in there with the sand in the hole that you've dug and lay it over the sides. Make sure you have enough so that it doesn't fall back in on itself when you fill it with water. Fill it all up with water and then you can use stones or rocks or dirt to go on the outside of the liner on the top edge to cover it so it looks nice and uniform. You can cut away any excess but make sure you have enough hanging over so that you don't it doesn't slip in and keep any of that excess in case you need to patch it in the future and what you need to do is once it's filled with water you have to make sure you dechlorinate the water before you put the fish and the plants in otherwise the fish will die right okay well there's some of those points that you had mentioned that i hadn't even thought about okay Um, so i guess the best thing to figure out what shape i want it and how deep i want it and where I want it. Exactly. And it's really easy. It's not difficult to create a waterfall if you're thinking about getting some ledge stone and stacking it up to create a water feature part of it. Those are very easy and they're done with simple water pumps and you're going to need one anyway to introduce air into the water to keep it circulating properly. So if you wanted to add a water feature element, they're really easy. It's just a matter of getting the right pump with the right pressure to send the water up as high as you need it to go. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. I I thank you. You're welcome. Enjoy it. Thanks so much for calling us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Leslie, all I want to know is what kind of pond makes it easiest to catch the fish? (laughs) 888-666-3974. Up next, why wind-driven rain can be the biggest enemy for your roof. You think your roof doesn't leak? You might think something differently when we give you this tip next. You live in a money pit. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where we make good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And one way that you can make your good home better is by getting a cordless tool or a bunch of them. They are so fun. And really being free of a cord is just, you know, revolutionizing everything that you can do in and around your house. And it's so fun to own really wonderful and functional power tools. And going cordless is having you feeling freer than ever before. And it's great. But you really need to make sure that you take care of those rechargeable batteries. You know, it's not a good idea to run that tool until the battery is dead. We are going to have a ton more rechargeable battery maintenance tips in our next issue of our e-newsletter. It's free, so sign up now at moneypit.com and it'll be in your inbox every Friday morning. And while you're on moneypit.com, click on Ask Tom and Leslie, just like John did. And John says, I'm getting ready to replace my roof and getting some conflicting advice from the contractors I'm speaking with. Oh, what a surprise. (laughs) I live on coastal South Carolina where it rarely snows, yet I'm being told I need something called ice shield. Can you clarify what that is and why I need it? 
Yeah, that's actually a product from our friends at Grace called Ice and Water Shield. And depending on where you live in the country, it provides a similar purpose. It's just the amount of it that you would use and where you would put it. Like in the Northeast where Tom and I live, you would put it on the first three feet of your roof, especially at an overhang, because what it does is an extra underlayment that helps to keep your roof at a nice temperature so that you're not getting something called ice damming, which could really damage your roof shingles, even though the icicles are very pretty. Yeah, absolutely. And it's um, sort of self-adhering or, or a bit tacky uh, and, and sticky. It's not tacky. It's good form. you know. <laughs> but it's, it's a bit sticky. And what happens is you do put it under those roof shingles. This way, if the ice comes down and it forms at the roof edge and then the, it melts, it can't back up under the roof shingles and leak into the house. Now, down in the Gulf Coast, in that area where your homes are at risk of severe wind and rain, that wind-driven and rain hurricanes. and hurricanes can can find its way into your roof in so many places, it's unbelievable. You know, roof shingles are designed to work with, with the principle of gravity, that the rain falls on top, it rolls off. But when it's wind-driven, it can kind of go up under the shingles. And wind can also rip the shingles off, of course. So that's why, in that part of the country, you put ice and water shield across the entire roof, and then you put the shingles on top. Because this way, if wind-driven rain gets in, or if, wind, if shingles get ripped off, there's no going to be any leaks in your house. That's the way it works. It works very well, as evidenced by all those homes down in the hurricane belt that were damaged by hurricanes but didn't leak. Yeah, and it really is a great product. And if you've got any questions at all about it, you can visit their website, which is graceathome.com, and that should answer it all up. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, and that's just about all the time we have for this hour of the program. I want to remind you that even though the show goes off the air, we are still available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 888-MONEY-PIT. Even when we're not on the radio, you can still get your phone call in, your question in, and we will call you back the next time we are in the studio. You can always go to our website at moneypit.com and shoot us a question by clicking on Ask Tom and Leslie. Hey, next week we're going to hit the road, Leslie. Yeah, field trip, field trip. We're going to Boston to the AARP Life at 50 event. Yeah, very cool event where there's a lot of the nuances in universal design will be featured there, ways to make your house safer and more comfortable. We will be doing a broadcast from the show floor. We'll be learning about new products that are available to improve your home, improve its value, make it look great, and make it more comfortable and more safe at the same time. Thanks to the folks at AARP who have invited us to participate in this very, very major event. There's going to be a boatload of people there. And what's interesting, I think a lot of people think of universal design and have this misconception that it's just for people of a certain age when in fact it's really for anyone and everyone you know if you've got your hands full there are some features that could really make opening doors and turning lights on and off a lot easier maybe you've got a relative moving in so a lot of the things we're going to be learning are really going to help you every day in your home coming up next week on the program i'm tom kreitler and i'm leslie segretti remember you can do it yourself but you don't have to do it alone This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.